good. All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, what's happening, y'all? Friday, OTB, August 18th. T-Bob, Jake, Mario, and Taylor hanging out with you. I'm so upset, Jake, you did not text me this morning. If you're listening on radio, you cannot see this, but if you're watching at youtube.com slash 1045 ESPN, we can hang out in the Bayou 4 chat, among other things, and hit the like button, subscribe to all the channels. You can see Jake has a wonderfully loud uh, Hawaiian shirt on on this Friday. Uh, I wear probably two wonderfully loud Hawaiian shirts a week, two to three even, out of the five days, and yet today, I mean, I love this shirt. I got my RB&R shirt on. Shout out to guy, Hold the Mayo. But um, I'm just a bit disappointed that we both don't have yeah. wonderfully. I love your hat as well. Thank you. Just have more fun, great color, color coordinating with the with loud the Hawaiian. Yeah. I guess uh, I wore this hat when you were out because that it's not the first time. But and it also maybe stands out more because of the shirt. Like maybe you did wear it another day, and I don't think so. But maybe maybe so. Yeah, you know I'm all about the element of surprise. I probably should have I texted so. you, but I was like, ah, it'd be fun to see him walk in with his Hawaiian shirt and be like, bro, and I'd be like, dude, damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I um, I don't know. I something about the the RBNR shirt just called to me today. Uh, it's not even Monday. I was in the closet. Yeah, it's true. It's not even Monday. You're mm. right. I just wanted a t-shirt day. I guess <laughs> it's Friday. Relax day. Uh, go to the weekend. Um, we're gonna talk a lot of Saints Chargers here up front as uh, the combined practice lets you know that the Saints Super Bowl march continues. I want to do big deal or no big deal to kick off hour two because we didn't do it yesterday. Uh, I got a few fun topics I want to break down there. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what else happens today. So if you want to come hang out, youtube.com slash 104.5 ESPN. Uh, and I'm just killing time as I type that in myself so I can see all you beautiful people. Um, so in case you missed it, we got a little OTB battle coming up this weekend. As uh, the the majority of the team's favorite team in the New Orleans Saints is going to be taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. I have not looked into this. I did see there's a hurricane heading towards LA in the greatest of all ironies. You could have an entire hurricane-free season thus far in South Louisiana. You travel to Los Angeles, and all of a sudden there's one bearing down on you. Um, maybe someone in the chat can help me out there with if that's going to affect anything this weekend. Uh, but I I've been talk. in SoFi Stadium. A covered venue where it's been raining in in uh, Southern California, and yes, rain was getting everywhere, like yeah. inside of a stadium that has a roof. I was on the field and getting rained on, so it's not great. Yeah, I I think that um, I've talked a lot of trash about Californians and how they handle rain in the past because it literally like shuts down the state. Nobody can handle anything, but. In my older age, I've thought about it more, and I think it's a bit more understandable, right? Anything that you're not used to is going to throw a curveball at you. And so, like, if we were to get hit with heavy snows, I don't think we would operate we don't. too well either. <laughs> exactly, right? We don't. Like, it's like the slightest snow, and we, like, completely... I mean, you lived in Denver, so you you can certainly appreciate what it's actually like to go through winter. But, um, so, whatever. I'm just offering, I you know, I always talk crap about California. I'm offering our Western brethren a little grace here because, you know, it's and it's also like a landscape that's not made for rain, right? Like it starts raining, all of a sudden you got like mudslides and other like terrible things happening. So 
you know, you don't build the road. Like you said, like they didn't even build the $2 billion stadium to have to really handle rain because it just never happens. It never happens. So. Oh, that was, it was miserable, too. Again, a little grace shown to our Western counterparts. Um, not on the football field, though. Uh, Jake, I, I, I think this is the rhythm for this. I want to rely on your NFL training camp knowledge to kind of talk about combined practices. But first, okay. uh, I think we'll just run through a quick practice report. Perhaps. Um, so yesterday uh, on the injury front, Kendra Miller back. Didn't hear much about what he actually did during practice as Jamal Williams seemed to get the majority of the uh, headlines. But Kendra Miller back out there after the sprained knee. Um, uh, you had Demar Davis back out there after the calf. You had um, who else? There, there's uh, oh Andrews Pete had his pads on again. Uh, so so you got some guys back. Unfortunately. Taysom Hill left with a strained oblique. That is uh, something that, I mean, we don't know the the severity of it, but could potentially be a few weeks. So who knows if he'll be available week one. Taylor told me when I walked in that there was a, a timeline on Taysom Hill's injury. And Taylor, what did you say it was? It said a few to six, six weeks. weeks. Yeah, that, that's, I that's don't think I've ever heard football. that. Is that. That's what I read. Is that New Orleans on football that you read that as yeah. well? Yeah, that's, I don't that's, know if I've ever heard a few to six weeks, though. Well, what do you consider? I consider a few to be three. It has yeah, to be at least well, always and, have. Well, and it's weird because a lot of times they're like, yeah, three to six weeks. Yeah. Like, that's so common. But, I was but just I'm wondering saying, why like, they... a couple is two. A few yeah. is no, it's three just, to it's four. A funny way to say it. <laughs> yeah, several, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would a few say, to six. I would say a few is three to four. I would say several is five. And then, many. I don't know, many. But a few is not. Is maybe six. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. I, don't know, I just thought a few to six was weird. I know you said that. I was like, wait. Yeah, six. I actually, yeah, it is funny, but but so will, I, will he be available week one? That's kind of in question I mean, now. That's I don't know. Good. If you, even if it's the few portion of the few to six weeks, I mean, do you have any? But but like, is there is it possible that this is a not that serious strain to bleak? Because I mean, the, the, this timeline is working off of the. I, I, it's not coming from the Saints. This is coming from if you get a strain to bleak, this is generally what it is. Uh, but but we'll see. So Taysom Hill, that's not good. Uh, as you look to start strong this season, uh, maybe more serious. Caesar Reese leaves with a shoulder injury, uh, of which we do not know the severity of. And in my opinion, offensive line injuries could crash this team faster than pretty much about anything um, on the entire roster. So that's the bad injury stuff out of the way. We'll update it when it changes. Um, a couple of things to practice to highlight. Uh, Mike Thomas had some pretty good one-on-one reps. Now, of course, the offense is, you know, um, it's a, that's a drill that the offense should win, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, when it comes to one-on-one uh, route running, just like the defense should win when it comes to one-on-one pass rushing. Thomas takes two or three off of Derwin James. You can play the uh, you can play the clip if you want. How about this? What route do you think? So he lost on the out route. What routes do you think he won on? Slant, slant, and an end. Hell yes, dude. Slant boy getting ready for the uber comeback this season. Chris Olave won all his one-on-ones. Derek Carr went 6-6 six or six in 7-on-7. Seven seven. Derek Carr went 18-26 of 26 during the team portion of practice. Uh, reportedly doing a very good job of continuing what you saw in that series from the first preseason game. Looking in command, killing plays, checking you out, checking you, getting you in to the right look. So, by look, by all accounts... Despite the fact that it seems like the offensive line struggle with that Chargers pass rush, by all other accounts, the Saints seem to have a pretty solid day. And the Chargers have a, a really good rush as well. Yeah. 
Like they, they've put a lot of time and effort and resources into that with Bosa and Mac, and they drafted a second rounder out of USC whose name I am not prepared to try to say here on air. So they've put a lot of draft capital into that position and free agent signing. So, yeah, even though you, you lose and that's a, a position of worry for the Saints, it still is a really good defensive front too. Um, other news, uh, the, the slim down defensive line continues to kick ass. According to our boys, Trippy and Undy, uh, Malcolm Roach had a sack. Brian Brzee had a big TFL. Kalen Saunders bad down to pass. Nathan Shepard had a sack. And how about this, Mario? Peyton Turner had two sacks, at least, on the day. Had a pressure against the Chiefs, too. Hell, Dude, yes. if you ever yes. are serious and yes. say that he had a pressure he had in a, a pressure. preseason game. It was a hit, not a pressure. Hey, you know what's better than no pressures? One pressure, okay? Rome <laughs> wasn't built in a day. One pressures turns into two. Wait, was two it a pressures turns what into about half a three, sack? What about three years? Was Rome built in three years? Um, it probably had a bit more progress than Peyton shown for sure, <laughs> but but it wasn't you know it wasn't uh, Rome of two hundred A.D. Was is it the, the Rome of Augustus at thirty A.D. when Jesus was walking around? Is like the defensive like front seven the position we count like almost stats the most because you mentioned pressures, but you also have hurries. You also well, have, but hold on though, hold on. Let's not completely roll our eyes. One pressure is a joke. I agree. Like yes. being like one pressure game is a joke, but like a high pressure rate is great for a defense. Yeah, because line. they were the rushing their throw. Like, hey, they, they pressured him nine times. Yeah. And, yeah. No, yeah, because no. you're you're rushing the throw. You're taking the timing off of routes. I, I get it. Like, like a even lot of Marcus Davenport yes. was good that one year where it wasn't the nine and a half sack year. It might have been the year before where he didn't get home as much, but he had, like, a crazy high pressure rate. Like, he was consistently affecting the game. So, yeah, I'll take that. It's like it's like the problem is with some of these defensive stats, like sacks or interceptions, is those are the stats we rely on, but all those are, that's like a big play stat. It's yeah. not giving you your down-to-down, -down, how is this guy playing. Um, I hope Brian uh, Brzee didn't get that TFL on our guy Will Clapp, though. Oh crap! I don't know. I ain't even. I ain't even. I ain't even look. I, best, I forgot he's out there. The best football meme out there. Yeah, I agree. It is great. I agree. Um, that's me. That's I. How did I not do that with Miss Matt? <laughs> yeah, you're messing up, man. Damn it, dude! That's the best horny response. Great opportunity for Will. Oh well. Um, so I, I think I think there's nothing more to be said. That, that that's kind of your actual practice yeah. report. Oh, the final things I would say. Uh, Jamal Williams apparently had a very good day catching the ball, and Darrell Williams had a very good day pass blocking. So uh, shout out to Saints backfield. Continue to take shape. So, and if you're, I guess if you're not familiar with joint practices, and you're like, oh, okay, practice report, it's practice. Who cares that Mike Thomas won? Who cares that they whatever T. Bob just said, pass blocking, catching with Jamal Williams and Darrell Williams, whatever. I want you to know that these joint practices are some of the most intense practices. They are Senior Bowl-like practices. So I want to dive deeper into this. So let's go to break. And then on the other side, this is exactly what I want to pick your brain on. Is is this, you know, the relative worth of a practice versus a preseason game and what actually means more. Cut up next here on OTB. Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob. ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. What's up, y'all? Team OTB with a brand new partner. Our guy Brandon Golson and Community Steel Company. Very excited to be partnered with your local steel experts. They got a beautiful shop out there in Gonzales, 15,000 square feet. I'm about to go check it out on uh, Monday. Cannot wait to do the tour. See 
the building in which they can handle all of your steel fabrication needs. So if you're a contractor, a roofer, um, a big business where you need steel beams, whatever you need, they can make it here locally in Louisiana. Boots on the ground sales team. This is not like some national company where you're just going to be buying online or dealing with robots. Jake's going to give you the phone number that you can call and go check it out. Again, any steel needs that you have, keep it in the family, keep it local, get the best customer service with Community Steel Company. 225-647-2020, that is the number. And like T-Bot said, you're talking to someone who is here locally and you know what that means, you know how much faster that process can be. CommunitySteelCo.com, 225-647-2020. All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. Yo, what's going on, yo? Uh, Brady says, T-Bob, a.k.a. Quadzilla. That's right, baby. And then says, Kids Show T. Emil says, Brady, got to put an NC-17 tag on OTB. To which Brady responds, I'm sorry, I don't know what that means, my brother. I guess NC-17 is like, do y'all know what NC-17 is? Yeah. No, hold on, Mario, do you know? Yeah. Okay, do you know? It's like not quite R, right? It's like... It's it's above R. It's above R. Oh, it's it, above it would be R. like X-rated, essentially. I, okay. I don't know where it falls in relation to X exactly. I, I thought it was right below. So no, NC-17 is like you're going to be showing a lot of nips, a lot of nudity, a lot of violence. I don't know what you would even have to do well, what, to get an NC-17 is, rating what is, nowadays. What does thigh fit in on that scale, I guess, is what we're... I, I don't think this this is PG-13. Yeah, because like we're not showing nip. You're just yeah, showing I inner thigh. I agree. Uh, I just think it's interesting that um, NC-17 was like something that you just knew growing up back the day if you were our age. And I guess maybe now yeah. it's kind of, you know. Was, was like we said, wild talking things about the 90s is like with, talking about the 60s. It was Wild Things with uh, Denise oh, Richards, okay. Nev Campbell, Matt Dillon. Was that NC-17? Uh Again, I don't think I know the difference between that and X-rated, right? Like, what did Showgirls get? Was that NC-17 yes. or X-rated I'm looking, as well? I'm looking at a list of, of, and Showgirls is on there. Okay. And then, could you is there or could you show enough nipple nowadays to get an NC-17 rating? I don't, I don't, I don't know that you could. I think you'd probably just uh, just R for wild things. A little update. Just okay. an R. Shut up. Um. All right, let's 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 continue to our conversation on Saints Chargers and and at the end of it, Jake, you hit on exactly what I think is the real meat here, right? Because we go through the practice report, and it's kind of easy to roll your eyes at the practice report because it's you know practice. We talk about practice and everything, uh, but there is this quote from Derek Carr: "Quote and in joint practices, people show more. They're going to show more pressure. They're going to show more coverage variations, things like that." You're really getting better, more regular season type of looks in joint practices than you would in the preseason. So that begs the question, Jake, what is more important to the team development, to making the team? Like, what is more important, a joint practice or the actual preseason game? A joint practice for your team or the team you're practicing against. Now, that tape doesn't go out to everyone, and that's the only reason that it's not Oh. more important. You know what I'm saying? It's like preseason tape. Well, it goes out to everybody. So those even though joint, it's public, not everybody gets it. Those gets joint it. practices, like you're not going to get, like you're not going to get the all 22 everywhere. It's not going to be yeah. far and wide like a preseason tape would be. But to your team, it's far more important than a preseason game. 
I would say. Because of everything Derek Carr said, and we didn't talk about it during the break. We were talking about NC-17 like we would here <laughs> on OTV. He's exactly right. So we used to practice, uh, practice against the Cowboys every year. Yeah. Because, well, Jason Garrett and Norv were, were buddies because Norv was his coach when he was in Dallas, and they always practiced up the road in Oxnard. So they would come down, or we'd, you know, we'd figure out a location we would practice, and they would bring everything, like, defensively. I can remember – like first practice, we're in there and they're going like the entire defensive line slanting to the right. They're bringing the Sam linebacker all oh, the way across, across okay. and I'm as a running back. I've got the Sam. I'm like tracking him and I feel like I'm doing shuffle drills because yeah. I'm trying to find out where he's going to end up. And you're not going to see something like that, the down, down and around in a preseason game. You're just not going to. Like okay. maybe, maybe in that what used to be the third preseason game, but even then, probably not. So, they're bringing pressures that they wouldn't normally bring. They're bringing run stunts that they normally wouldn't bring in a game. And then, of course, the one-on-one stuff, it goes up to an 11. Yeah, because... It, that drill already is is pretty high intensity against your team. Yeah. But when you talk about... Because if you're the Chargers going against the Saints, like, you're going... If I'm a running back, I'm going against their best. Like, Honey Badger is coming off that edge, sure. and I've got to block him, right, and flip it. Derwin James is coming off that edge. Jamal Williams has to block him. And Derwin James is not trying to get embarrassed by Jamal Williams. No. So the intensity, what you see, the speed of it, it is so much faster and more important, in my opinion, than any preseason game you can play. I mean, think about it. Uh, Derek Carr, that was not a misspeak. Uh, 18 of 26. Yeah, when you said that's that... That's a lot that, of team reps. When you said that, that meant something to me. I'm like, okay. Like, that's 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 a that's a real-ass scrimmage type of level of work right there. And, and so when you say that means something to you, you're saying that actual completion percentage means something to you. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 18 of 26, that's like, that's a game-like situation. And if you go 18 for 26 and you throw for 220... A hell of a day. Yeah. It's a good day. Now, you know, NFL, I know we get crazy stats now, but if you do that against the Chargers defense, which was, you know, one that was not not bad last year, maybe didn't achieve what we thought they could, but still not a bad defense, and they've only added pieces to it, that's a good day at the office. And so the way it works is you're still going to have the periods that you normally would have. Like, you're still going to run your seven-on-seven. It's just against the Chargers now. You're going to run nine-on-seven. It's just against the Chargers team. All of that, like everything you do, it's just against them. And But even a 7-on-7 seven seven rep is a game rep. And mm-hmm. it's hard to get a 7-on-7 seven seven game rep, but that's what it is. So that's what makes it completely different than anything you're going to do is because periods that you do every single day, and it's not like you're not trying in 7-on-7, seven seven, but you know what I mean. Like the intensity just goes up because you're going against your peers. You're going against people in the NFL that you respect and you've watched play as well. So, like, well, if you do good knows, it's a big deal. It's got to be a great way to make the team know if you're somebody who's, you know, on the edge simply because, I mean, you mentioned the good on good piece of it, but, like, you also, it's it's more representative of what's going to be expected of you during an NFL season because, like, you can go against your same teammates every day, and within that you sort of develop a relationship with their repertoire, and then all of a sudden y'all are gaming off of each other mm-hmm due to how uh, you know, like you, cause you know what they like to do at that point. Right. Yeah. That is a level of intimacy that unless you're like a long-term NFL vet that's playing a team twice a year, like you'll maybe form that, you know, like the, 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 the real, this, you salty, like six, seven, eight year NFL guys, you might form that relationship with opponents. But if you're a new guy trying to make the team or somebody on the edge, like the ability yes. to meet up with someone for the first time, 
and have success has to mean more than just winning against your regular teammate of practice. It absolutely does, uh, without question. And you, you have to be ready too. Uh, you just you, you got to know your your opponent. So you, you game plan a little bit for like if again we practice against the Cowboys. So like we start a game plan, and not because the coaches told us to. But I'm like, look, if I'm going to go out here and I'm going to face these guys, like I, I kind of want to know who they are a little bit better because we won't play the Cowboys in the regular season ever. Yeah. So I, like I want to know who this opponent is and so like I started going I was watching tape like a, of maybe some stuff they had from the year before and it helped me because we go and we're practicing now this one's actually in Dallas we're practicing against them and they've got a young linebacker at the time named Sean Lee oh, wow. and I didn't really know like I knew who Sean Lee was but I didn't play him in college obviously I'm older than he is and I hadn't played him yet and I'm watching their year before preseason stuff and he's like no regard for his body like zero regard. <laughs> He's coming in there like a heat-seeking <laughs> missile. And so like that helped me because I knew I was like, all right, because the next day we had half line. And T-Bob, you know what half line is. It was, yeah. it was guard, uh, tackle, you know, and the center's obviously there every play, but guard, tackle, tight end, fullback. And then on the other side, you've got nose, end, backer, sometimes you'll Literally put a safety. Literally just half the defense. And we're running, and we're running 20 ISO. And I'm like, all right, I know what this is about to be. And that helped me. So you were like, ready for the heat. I was missile. ready for it because so I you knew. had your anti-air missile defenses ready to go. Exactly because like I need to know what that linebacker does, yeah. and I knew it was going to be so intense that I watched film on it because like every linebacker is going to take something on a little bit different. Like Ray Lewis is going to be in the right spot, and he's not going to necessarily come as a heat-seeking mi uh, missile. He's going to kind of catch and shed. Patrick Willis is coming with bad intentions. Sean Lee, no respect for his body, like technique. Be damned. He is just coming as fast as he possibly can to try to get to the point. And I just like those, like you're just not going to get that anywhere else. And I mean, stinger every time you hit that guy, by the Ooh, way. Oh, that's the worst. Uh, that's a bad place to be when you're getting those constant so, stingers. But you have to yeah, keep like, going. So you when, you, make money when you see these practice reports in these joint practices, just know whatever they did, it's like they did it in a game. Okay. Okay. Well, then that's, that is good news. Black and gold to the Super Bowl hype continues to roll right along. I uh, Yeah, I cannot wait for Sunday. It felt so good last Sunday watching some NFL football. Going to get to do it again this Sunday. And uh, I'm excited to see what comes out of today's practice as well, as I believe they're supposed to go hard today again. But um, I guess we will remain. It remains to be seen. But still, pretty clear answer from the salty NFL vet about what matters more between the practices and the game coming up on Sunday. Uh, all right, when we get back here on OTB, I want to touch on a new Saints signing, and then uh, we'll probably kind of wrap up with the black and gold today. As uh, It's also a pretty funny uh, little Sean Payton-esque story coming out of the college ranks as well. Keep it locked right here on OTB. Off the bench with Hester and T-Bob. Imagine this. You have everybody over. For NFL Week 1, you got snacks rolling, everything else. Maybe you did a bunch of pulled pork or something or another. Uh, but then somebody has to go to the bathroom. And they do something poorly or excessively. And next thing you know, your toilet's broken. But you have everybody over. All of a sudden, everything's in peril. What do you, you call Central Plumbing? 925 925-8552. 8552 with 50 years in the business. Uh, they've seen it all. They can fix it all. I remember they have 24-7 emergency service. So I don't care if it's a weekend, weekday, holiday. 
you got family staying with you, celebrating the start of football season. Whatever the case may be, your one-stop plumbing shop is Central Plumbing. 925-8552. 24-7 also means 365. So it doesn't matter if it's a holiday. It doesn't matter what day that it is. They're going to come out. They're going to help you and help you with that situation that T-Bob just laid out for you. Go to the website, centralplumbing.org. In times of need, get a full lift. Take off, woman, get busy. Just say that booty nonstop when the beat drop. Just keep swinging it, get jiggy. Get drunk, up, percolate. Anything you want, we call it oscillating. If I don't take pity, we want to see you get life on the rhythm of my ride. I'm a lyrics up about electricity. Girl, nobody can do you nothing because you don't know your destiny. Yo, sexy ladies, one part with us. You know the car with us, them not war with us. All-Star Toyota presents Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. Kent Mostinich says, good morning. Tired of lists and opinions. Everyone team is undefeated and yet underrated. I'm ready to watch real football. I am too, Kent, but, 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 enjoy the journey, okay? Enjoy the foreplay, the anticipation. The, the slow build to the eventual climax. If you just rush blindly into the actual act itself, you're not going to savor it or appreciate it in the way that you should unless you give it the appropriate foundation upon which to build. Um, and, and look, once the season starts, that means the season's closer to ending. Okay, so enjoy this journey. Stay present, if you will. With that in mind, we're going to do a football movie tier list uh, at uh, in hour number three. So look forward to that. We've almost got 30 movies on there I, right now. I, I feel what you're saying, Kent. Trust me, I feel what you're saying about the list. Like, I don't mind, uh, like yesterday, like CeeLo had the floor and ceiling. I don't like whatever. I don't mind talking that. I am so tired of debating who's what in the pecking order. And oof. Ooh, that's great because I've got our snaps top 10 teams in the country. Coming up in hour number two to get your opinion on. So, yep. Only a couple more weeks, man. Hold the Mayo says this is it's like more like pin- individuals than teams, but hey, you know what I mean. It, this, but but again, guys, this is you know. I don't. It's only seven thirty. I don't want to go. I'm not going to go too hard into the the foreplay analogy here, but. Your urge is normally always just to get to the football, right? Okay, but if you deny that urge and you build it a little bit and you take your time getting to the football, once you get there, it tends to be better. So all I'm saying is like, let's let's just you know, I, I feel everybody, I feel it, but I want to be I want to be dying of this thirst. This feels like a man that does a lot of lists in the afternoon. I want to feel like I want to feel like a man in the desert. You know, on the brink of death, I just need a bottle of water. And then week one shows up and all of a sudden I am safe. Like when you get really thirsty, does that glass of ice cold water not hit that much stronger? No, look, I am with you for someone who like, I don't I've always just like love comparisons. I love list season. I love it. Uh, I do, uh, yeah, I but kinda, I'm I'm, I do I'm sick like that. But, but I, you I, are I love sick because every day I walk in here and Taylor immediately hits me with some like sports take doesn't even say hello. Right when you walk in, it's just sup. Check this out. I'm Dude, like, I think I think everything okay. is about comparisons. That, that's always been me. Like when I uh, walk into the door, that's about fifteen to twenty feet away from here. I hear him and Mario debating every day, early in the morning. Every about day. Um, y'all should bring some of those on air actually sometimes because y'all do it every day. 
Uh, Hold the Mayo says, this is like if I picked Pensacola Jacob in a video game. Uh, Vice City Jake. Uh, Thomas Dare saying Hester needs a full stash for this fit. Ooh, do you know how powerful just a straight stash would be with this fit right now? Anybody got an electric razor in the back? Damn, dude. You'd be looking. Uh, Emil saying Jake reminds me of Tommy Versetti in GTA Vice City right now. I mean, that was your favorite GTA game, right, Jake? Oh, without question it was. Yeah. By the way, GTA 5, I think we updated on this show, uh, expected to cross $10 billion yeah. sometime in the next couple of yeah. years. What in the world? Um, all right. Uh, one signing we didn't really talk too much on uh, here on OTB, but I want to get y'all's opinion on it, is Jalen Smith. Of course, the former Notre Dame great. He had that brutally awful knee injury. in the Was it the semifinal or the national championship? I believe it was in the playoff. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah, Maybe it was, it was, it was late game. in the season for sure. It, it, it was, it was one either of the bowl game or the playoff game. And he got his knee completely blown up. Didn't know if he'd be able to play again. Cowboys take him in the second round. He ends up becoming a pro bowler in 2019. And, you know, football's a brutal game, man. The end comes fast. Because then all of a sudden last year, he's on the practice squad for the Giants. Now, he ended up, Jake, for a playoff Giants team. He ended up starting 11 games. And in those 11 games, he notched 88 tackles, three tiffles, one sack. Like, that's those are... You know, I mean, if you just pace that out, he would have gotten over 100 tackles if he started the entire season. I guess my point is, and and already, now that he's with the Saints, he's actually working with the starters. Like him and Zach Bond and Nephi Sewell and Marco Jackson, they're kind of rotating, but but he has been taking a lot of the reps with the starters. Where do you think the ability of Jalen Smith is at this point in his career? Well, I want to throw this one to Taylor. He's the guy yeah, that knows I, him I better than any of us because he watched him in Dallas for five seasons, okay? So what was the rise and fall like? Like what happened? Because he made a Pro Bowl in 19, and then you look at 2020, and he still had a really good season, but then he just he gets released. He only plays four games for the Cowboys in 2021. He signs with Green Bay for two games. He signs with the Giants for four games. So what went from 2019, where you're making the Pro Bowl, and then 2020, where you have 154 tackles? A lot of tackles. Yeah. And then and you get cut four games in. From the Cowboys, right? Yeah, no, he did. And actually, statistically, 2018 was his best season. He had four sacks from the middle linebacker spot, and his tackles went up every year. So first year, he was coming back from the injury. only played like six games, but had 81 tackles in six games. Then he went. Wait, what? He had 81 tackles. Six games started. Six games started. started. Oh, six games started. He he spotted a little bit, but I mean. I I know a boy ain't just doing like 15 tackles. No, 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 no. Six games started. But then he went 121, 142, 154. And I mean, he had. Damn. He had like seven sacks in five seasons from the middle linebacker spot. I mean, you can do a lot worse than that. The issue that he had was the year after he was drafted, the Cowboys took Leighton Vander Esch. Mm. And, you know, Sean Lee was still on the team that time as well. Jalen Smith was playing well. Lee gets hurt, so then you have Leighton Vander Esch, Jalen Smith. You're fine. Smith comes up with an injury again, and then the guy that kind of has injury history at that point, Sean Lee gets a little bit healthier, and they just kind of moved on from him for whatever reason. And, and they did give him a big contract extension, Yeah, they right? did after and 19. So, yeah, anytime you're paid, though, that gives incentive to them be cut. And the great NFL irony. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you're so, paid now? Okay, well, I don't know about you anymore. <laughs> well, because because he was he was a younger so guy. <laughs> he had the injury history with him. They're like, okay, we got Sean Lee, the veteran. Now we got Leighton Vander Esch, the, yeah, the young, young hotshot. Yeah. So we're good there. So they didn't want to pay him all that money. But then, like yeah. you said, like you look at what he did last year with the Giants. Like, I think this guy's a really good player still. 
Uh, well, I, I, I hope so. I, I think it is a bit interesting, too, in that joining the Saints, he doesn't have to be the man, right? Uh, Marshawn Lattimore is the man. Uh, Demario Davis is the man. Cam Jordan's the man, still. You know, every year maybe it, it stops, but still, I'm still awarding Cam Jordan the man status right now. Um, and so he just needs to be a solid piece. And his numbers, I know I'm not watching the film, right? Numbers can be misleading, especially the tackle stats a little weird. But the fact that the Giants are pretty good last year, made the playoffs, like the numbers I think would dictate that, yeah, he can be a starter on this defense potentially. If he's not a starter, though, he's still a good depth piece yeah. and someone who has been through the fire before. Because there's a reason he wasn't signed yet as well. Like if we're going to lay that out. Now, sometimes the NFL is, is, is funky and you just never know how it's going to play out. And sometimes, like, man, that's a really good player on the street and this guy's in camp. But there's a reason he wasn't signed, maybe. But he is somebody that played on a playoff team last year and is a thin, very thin position for you. Yes, true. So if DeMario Davis, Pete Warner go out, and Pete Warner's missed a couple of games the last couple of seasons, you feel much better, at least I would, with him stepping in than a Zach Bond or even a Jackson, who I think is going to be a good player, but he hasn't had you know multiple starts. He, had, he didn't have 60 career no, starts no. in a Pro Bowl to his name. So... Even if you just use him as what we said you kind of had to have, because if Demario Davis went down, that was probably going to be the one guy you absolutely could not lose. True. So, and he's dealing with a calf injury right now. now he play, He was dressed out yesterday, but still didn't play the other day. And if no. you know, first preseason game, but so I like the signing. And if he doesn't have to start. He can just be insurance. I love it. Yeah, way more proven than what you have right now behind Warner and Davis, like you guys are saying. And the Saints have done things like this in the past over the years, like bringing veteran guys, you know, Kiko Alonso, Daniel Ellerby, and others. Maybe Laronitis. Laronitis, yeah. So <laughs> See, now those comparisons, though, don't draw maybe the most confidence because none of those guys ended up being that solid. No, but they're experienced. The other guys yeah. are not. If anything, it's good competition in practice. One of them will get more playing time than the other. I feel like I think Jalen Smith has more more potential in those names, but maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. So I also was like super high on Laronitis and company when they came over. But Oof, but but either way, headed. The the bottom line is exactly what Jake is getting at. Where even if he doesn't start, he gives you very experienced depth at a uh, at a position where you kind of desperately needed some. So good sign. But black and gold. Um. Michael says, Van Der Esch had a neck roll. Nuff said, Van Der Esch had a neck skyscraper. That thing, yeah. like, the looks old like Douglas. an old Dracula cowl. I he had the Douglas just, Plus. Yes, that thing is high, high. I mean, meat head. And again, y'all know. Still, he's not still in the league, huh? Yeah. Is he yeah. Where's he, he at now? He's still in Dallas? Still in Dallas. Okay. That, that, that's my guy there. I'm, I'm a big Van Der Esch guy. Shocked. Imagine that. I'm yeah. shocked. You're like you the are. gritty white guy who yeah. could have seen it coming. Well, I can tell you right now. <laughs> I got a Cowboys jersey coming in, and it's not a Van Der Esch jersey. Oh, so. whoa, whoa. You, who loves the Cowboys, therefore hates the Cowboys, which Cowboy has weaseled into your heart to make you buy a jersey? Oh, it's Micah Parsons' jersey, dude. It's got to be. Oh, wait, it's got to oh, be Micah yeah, Parsons. Dude. Wait, you, got, yeah, you have two LSU Tigers starting in the middle of your defense, and you can't even get that jersey? Okay, so wow. what, what I hate mm. is, like, because like I had three jerseys. All the guys got cut or traded. 
uh, Damone Clark and Jabril Cox. Damn, what? Jabril Cox? That's a name I have not thought about in whenever a long time. Whatever I order a jersey, I haven't thought about Damone in a minute, but yeah. Jabril Cox, death, wow. Okay, hell yeah. Yeah, he was, he was he solid. He started last the NFL? Year he was solid last yeah. year as well, yeah. I love when T Bob has these. Dude, boots. that's crazy. No, but like when I buy a jersey, I look for longevity. They're paying Micah Parsons. They're not letting him walk yeah, out yeah, of that no, building. That's just solid. I could wear that jersey for 10 years. Yes, it's a that, solid that, That's why I did it. Because I was looking, I thought about a Vander Ash. I was like, He's not going to be here forever. Like, Damone Clark or Jabril Cox, yeah, they're building up. But, like, Parsons is going to be the guy for 10 years. So, like, I'm getting that guy. Uh, we'll go to break on this. Meal points out, GTA Vice City is now older than Harold Perkins. <laughs> Time to get my AARP <laughs> card. Oh, I, oh, that did not feel great. I don't like that at that all. That did not feel great. Uh, I remember, before we go quick, Kirk Dahl, who recruited me to LSU, that was like the area recruiter. It's funny you mentioned like LSU and Vice City together. I was playing Vice City when he called me to tell me that I was going to wear number 18. Uh, wait, what did you were playing Vice I was City? Playing when Vice City. Oh, yeah. And I remember him calling home phone, not cell phone, home phone. Wow. And I remember him being like, hey, like, so I know you wore 13. You can wear 13. C Web has 13, but y'all aren't going to be in the field at the same time. He's not playing teams and he's a defensive guy, but. What do you think about this? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's actually kind of crazy considering where that number would then end up going. I love that Vice City actually factored in that story. Do you remember uh, were you playing like a little CRT? A little like little old school TV? Probably. I mean. Had to be. Yeah, we were balling on a budget. So plugging probably. in the three, plugging in the red, white, and uh, yellow uh, audio cords maybe. Maybe not that old. Or because I, mean, I don't think we're on HDMI yet, right? Because that would have been PS2. Maybe no, I remember the red, white, and yellow. That's what I'm saying. There's that would have been yeah, PS2. No I'm pretty sure you're probably. Well, this on was a CRT. Xbox. Where did Xbox for that? Have been? Maybe Xbox One. No, 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 no. not 360? Xbox One. No, 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 I, not yet. No, Vice City would have been normal uh, Xbox today, probably. And that was, I think that was that was an HDMI. Oof. I'm pretty sure. I know. Oof. More OTB coming up next. Oof, oof, oof. Off the bench with Hester and T Bob. Get Gordon and get it done. Spencer says, I'm going to guess the shirt is the cause of the Vice City convo. Congrats, Spencer. You're smart. Uh, you're also smart if you call 225-888-8888. And uh, for any, if you need someone who's going to fight for you in the courtroom, get you what you deserve. I would also recommend checking out at Get Gordon on any of these social media as uh, their content machine is pumping it out right now. I loved it. Taylor Technique sit down with uh, Emory Jones the other day. It's all there for you. And remember the billboard contest going on through August 31st is on your own. Get Gordon, get it done. Go to the website, getgordon.com. You can find them there. You can have a live chat there. You can find cases they handle there. You can find past client results there. Also check out all that social media that T-Bob said. The handle is always going to be at Get Gordon. And wherever you're at in the state of Louisiana, it is your area code followed by 888-8888. Get Gordon and get it done. Our listeners fire up their opinions on the gymsfirearms.net hotline at 499. All-Star presents Off the Bench with Hester and T-Bob, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, and 1130 The Tiger. Jack Cormie says, have you all seen the video of that guy who figured out how to hack the and program the original Nintendo using only the controller? I still can't believe that. 
Sounds like some speed running stuff. A lot of speed runners figure out crazy stuff like that. Um, uh, Pat Fluid says GTA radio greater than any other radio. Did y'all ever used to listen to the old GTA radio stations, the talk stations on GTA? No. You never did? Oh, bruh. I mean, Vice City, it was, you know, I, I played, tough to overcome like, that musical catalog for sure. Like, I try to find any moment I can to listen to music. Like, that's why I like bumper music. I'm like, I'm trying to find a, a moment. Like, no, I ain't listening to talk radio. Well, there's never going to be talk radio. Like, I do the dishes mainly because if you do the dishes in our house, you get to choose the music. You do talk radio. I don't like listening to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but the uh, I remember Laszlo was so funny back then. I remember on GTA 3, just sitting there, not even driving anywhere, just sitting there and just listening to the uh, to the scripted talk radio. It's really, really damn good. Uh, somebody said Xbox over PlayStation. I would score it like this. PS2 over original Xbox. 360 Wrong. over PS3. Right. And then I think PS4 and PS5 beat Wrong. the next two, although Xbox Game Pass could potentially change everything. It is funny, though, and I'm, I'm joking, but like your team Xbox or your team PlayStation, but you're like the only human I've ever met that's like, oh, well, let me actually think about this. And uh, you do it the right way, by the way. Well, but. the console wars, uh, you know, I grew up a child of the console wars. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a veteran. And... Uh, I went, I guess that's true, because I'm like OG Nintendo, yep. Super Nintendo, yep. 64, yep. and then I became part of the Xbox family, and this now that's what it is, and that's what my sons have. Yeah. Like, well, it Xbox makes sense family. with your kids, too, because again, if you don't know about Game Pass, Game Pass is a pretty incredible deal. It's like you pay a flat monthly fee, and you have access to all the first party, just a ton. It's like yeah, Netflix. It's not like fourteen ninety nine, and then they, they can play everything, yeah. and you don't have to spend 60 bucks on whatever the newest game is all the time. No, they want you, uh, Xbox, knowing that they kind of made some mistakes and had lost out on just the raw console um, sales numbers war the last couple of generations. They are now all in on the metaverse idea, right? Like they just want you in that Microsoft ecosystem. That's why they're they're connecting on their PC and Xbox stuff. They're buying Activision Blizzard for over sixty billion dollars. Can you imagine having the cash reserves to purchase something for sixty billion? Can you imagine somebody giving dollars? you sixty billion for your company? Either way, either way. Cajun Merck, my three sixty got the red ring of death, but the PS three is still kicking. Uh, that's that's fine. Uh, you know, I, again, the 360. That's what's ironic. It's like the ring of up death. There. I forgot about the ring. I mean, of it's, death. it's potentially the greatest console of all time, and it wasn't even very well made. Yeah, like a ton of them were defective, and everybody yeah. had a bunch of problems. I remember mine wasn't working forever, and one day I just got so pissed off, and I just punched it, and it started working again, and never broke again. Just gave it an old just right on top. So maybe Sometimes it, that's what it takes. Yeah. So like maybe that's the key. It's like it's like turning it off, turning it back on again. Yeah. Exactly. Thing. I mean, how many? If we didn't have the original Nintendo and Super Nintendo and even 64 to blow into the game and put it back in and for it to yep. work, we use that in our everyday life almost now. When something doesn't work, headphones, blow in it, put it back in, it's going to work. The uh, I, do, you, do you remember licking CDs? When they would get oh. some scratches on them, just game good. And then you got to like clean it all. See, so I, would, I, I don't know who taught me this, but I was taught not to do circular. I was taught to do one 
consistent swipe motion. So I would it lick sense. it all over and then just yeah, like straight sense. across the chest, straight yeah, across no the swirls. chest. Can't have any swirls in. for the lasers. They got to play those CDs. Yeah, I don't know if that worked at all or if I was just getting disgusting human mouth bacteria all over the CDs, but it worked. I mean, it actually did work though. It did work, so maybe, maybe not. And now we live in an era where everything's just on the hard drive and I just <laughs> click on the game and it goes crazy. Which mm, I don't love. Yeah. Can't share. <laughs> More on TV coming up next. Off the bench with Hester and T-Bob. <laughs> Kids these days will never know the pain of blowing on a disc and waiting for the PS2 screen work. Yeah, exactly. You did carry that over because you didn't really understand what blowing on the cartridges was doing. Yeah. So like to Jake's point, you were like, you had the disc at first. Like, Why is this not working? <laughs> uh, go to Page Plus Urgent Care where they know why it's working. Oh, good job, Daniel, in the chat. Uh, Page Plus Urgent Care, locations littered throughout the city now, y'all. And again, there's COVID is going around again, okay? It just is. Summer colds are, flus, that stomach bug. For any and all of it, get into the Patient Plus nearest to you. You're going to get in, you're going to get out. Thanks to Digital Profile System, it's not just ease of use, Jake. You're not like having to touch a bunch of stuff that other people are touching and whatnot. And so uh, take care of you and your family's health, all the testing you need, everything at your local Patient Plus Surgeon Care. Go to the website, pageplusuc.com, and find the location nearest you. Get in and get better. Quality Side simply wants to supply you with the healthiest weed and pest-free, easiest to install.